welcome Dumelang Nihao. I don't know. I don't know other African languages. Uh, welcome to the Markets Matter podcast, uh, weekly podcast talking about markets, focusing on not only Africa but globally. Uh, I'm your host, Humalemo, uh, with my boy co host Owen. Owen, how's it going? Um, it's going well, yeah. My mock, my stocks are finally up. Um, I'm in the green for the first time this year. I think it's brilliant. It's been a brilliant thirty days. Uh, you see, this is the problem. And 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 before I get onto what we're going to talk about, this this uh, is a nice segue onto the the current problem that that's happening right now. Right? Is is we've got the JSE hitting an all-time high, and you're talking as well about your markets going green. How, how can that be right? Like unemployment is at its highest ever, and yet you've got you and other uh, markets doing well. How can that be right? Um, it's, it's a thing about liquidity and what has happened in the market over the few years, what the interventions that the central bank has made. So our central bank has made, um, it's not really quantitative easing. They don't want to name it quantitative easing, but they went into the market and bought um, government bonds from the market. So what happens is that people with extra cash start buying um, whatever is there. I I think just hold up, man. Like I'm just a guy on the street, but I sell my guinea on the street. What the F is quantitative easing? So quantitative easing, <laughs> let me explain quantitative easing. Quantitative easing started with, so there are two mechanisms in which um, the central bank can pump money into the market, which is yeah. one is to re- reduce um, um, fractional reserve requirements, and the second is through quantitative easing. So the fractional reserve requirements haven't worked that much. So what has happened is that the government, the the central banks around the world have gone into the market and increased liquidity by them starting to buy government bonds. It started with government bonds, then they started buying other assets within the market. um, And usually it's index. They try to reserve themselves to indexes so that they don't seem to be manipulating the market in any means. But what has happened is that people with the extra mm-hmm. cash from selling their bonds to the government start having excess liquidity and start buying other assets. Yeah. So, so now if I'm the, how come then that the, if the government is putting more money into the system, right, uh, by buying bonds and spending and all of that, uh, how come then unemployment is still going high, right? Because surely then eventually you should see it coming down the line with the high spend for government should lead to at least a few people getting jobs. It's not really, the mechanism was meant that way, it didn't end up that way. So what happened at the end of the day is that people seek for high yielding assets and those high yielding assets were maybe equities that was left. So that's why you see most markets, emerging markets, for this year, up 18%. The JC so is up 3%. Yeah. 
But yeah. emerging markets, yes, the JSC has lagged against emerging markets, but emerging markets have done well. Yeah. Yes, because of that extra liquidity that has been put into the market. So the extra liquidity, the first thing was that if you, 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 you could um, relieve banks and other companies and other investors from holding government bonds by pushing them the yields down, you'll have them yeah. invest in real projects within the economy. But it led to a speculative environment. Okay. So when then, when then does the guy on the street feel this, right? Because so, it's all well and good if the guys on, in Santin are bowling, right? When do the guys in Alex start to feel some of this? So, so the idea is that there's something called the world effect, where you yeah. become, um, when you become richer, you'll buy more. You, when you feel more wealthy, you'll buy more within the market. But what has happened was people started saving even more. Yeah. And the guy on the, all the purchase services uh, that only the high end market can really um, provide. So the guy on the street is left with nothing. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say another word for this reminds me, isn't it also called the trickle-down effect, it, which actually never happens? Yes, it's called the trickle-down effect, and it never happens because um, <laughs> people are buying more services that um, are high-end services. Yeah, but this is kind of screwed up, though, right? Because, so, currently, if we look at the situation and we look at how how these things happen. So if right now I'm just a guy on the street, I'm voting for my next leader or political leader or whatever, it's it's actually going to be very difficult to get any impact on, on my local street, right? Because the measures that are put in place are just strictly benefiting the top. I think the monetary policy wasn't meant for unemployment, solving unemployment, as it is... It is not even in, for example, our central bank, the South African Central Bank, yeah. is more about yeah. inflation as its target and blames yeah. the unemployment rate on the physical policy. Yeah. yeah. So you can't really divorce everything to the central bank, but you can blame um, the physical part to the government, the physical policy that is in place. This is why people don't trust economists, bro. Because, like, there's always a reason. Eh? There's always a reason why uh, there's an imbalance in, in the system, which I guess, look, any system, right, you have to make compromises. But the, I've still yet to see a benefit in terms of the wider community of the current policies across the board. I think there is a benefit. We have low inflation rates at the moment. Uh, but the world, while these um, inflation rates have gone down worldwide and nobody knows why at the moment. So there is that benefit. It's not the 1970s anymore where inflation rates were at 10%. Yeah. Yes. So people are, are, have benefited. But the real money into somebody's pocket has really not benefited the individual on the street. But people with savings have benefited. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, this one. I guess we'll have to wait and see. And 
And look, most of these economic policies take time, right? So uh, let's let's we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. That's for sure. But there there were a few sectors that are are to me quite funny. The banking sector is up um, quite a lot over uh, last week or two since Donald Trump lost, or since they declared um, elections in America. But yeah, what do you think caused that? What do I think causes? What do you think causes? Um, the banking sector to react so positively after Donald Trump has left. Even Naspas reacted <laughs> quite well. Uh, I think I think markets and, and and sectors, financial markets in general, they like stability. I think Joe Biden is. You know what you get him with Joe Biden. Trump was a bit more. Uh, he was a, a wild card, right? Uh, today you could get. Uh, tax breaks in the U.S. Tomorrow you get a trade war with China. So I think now for banks and other financial institutions, it's the reliability of knowing, okay, look, Joe Biden, he says this is what he's going to do. He's going to try and do it. You kind of know what's coming with him. So it's, it's a bit easier to to know what you'll get in terms of returns for your money or returns for your investment. Um, uh, and I think which, which honestly makes it, I guess, better in the long run, but it makes it less fun, right? <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't you're not on your toes anymore you know yeah it just every day is the same as last year yesterday right? you're not gonna get a tweet talking about a world war that could destroy markets yeah but markets haven't performed as badly as we thought um due to covid yeah um and sales are still up for most companies. I th- think there was a 16% increase in, in transactions on Black Friday. Um, do you think as people now having extra cash because they're working from home and they're spending it on goods and items and not on transport? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I guess we'll see eh, with the vaccines coming up and stuff. It, it actually brings us to, to an interesting topic on, on COVID. Um, because uh, just as a question for you, Erwin, what, what, how would you define an essential worker? <laughs> it's kind of hard. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard thing to say somebody is essential. I think some, some people are essentially required when something happens so your basic human needs are provided by those people and i i I rate them as essential yeah so let's let's give example of professions right let's let's go through a list so let's start with doctors right doctors essential yes or no doctors are essential Okay. Uh, help us at home. That's a controversial issue. <laughs> 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 so yes, no question. Yeah. Is, a, is your helper essential? <laughs> I'd rather not answer that one. <laughs> ah, hey, hey, this is what the people want to know, bro. The people want to know: <laughs> is, is your helper essential? <laughs> if your helper's gonna listen to the podcast, then she knows this could be her last month. 
him or her's last match? I think they are essential, but not necessary. I think, yeah, okay, you so can we'll, do without a half. We'll take that as a yes. Uh, journalist? Journalist, and now not essential. Not essential? Nah, not essential. Yeah. That's cold, bro. All right, then, then the last one, which is interesting. Uh, Wall Street is, is Wall Street essential. Listen, so are they essential? The yes, they are essential for, for the system to work. No, no, but why why is Wall Street essential? I don't need Wall Street to live and You breathe. need Wall Street to buy stuff. Why? Okay, so let's say Wall Street was to shut down for a day. A whole yeah. day and things weren't supposed to go through. So your normal yeah. businesses wouldn't be able to trade because they require money to move money around the world. So yeah. let's say um, your guys at ShopRite couldn't buy maize from, imported maize from some other country. They couldn't do that deal mm-hmm. for that day. They couldn't strike a deal on that day. So, if Wall Street is essential, right? Yeah. So, obviously, the this week has been a groundbreaking week for the vaccine with uh, the UK on Tuesday uh, starting to administer the vaccine and then the US, I think yesterday, which was Saturday, the FDA approved emergency use authorization for the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. And most countries are saying that these should go to essential workers first, right? So, so, so you're saying that Wall Street and doctors should get the vaccine first. <laughs> I, 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 I'm vaccines, saying that right? Wall like, Street, you cannot remove the essential part of Wall Street. But what you can say is, yeah. okay, because Wall Street is not... Um, what you call it? Um, it's not a physical day-to-day um, job where you are required physically. You see patients. Um, you have to risk your life. Then, yes, Wall Street doesn't require it at that point in time. It's not. It's, it's not but... particularly important that they receive it first. In the land. No, but you just said they're but, but they're essential so to the say, world. But for example, yeah. I, I don't think I can use this word um, properly. They are physically required to be there. No, so so you so if 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 we go with the definition, right? So if if we if we leave COVID in the market, right? Uh, and then, and we know COVID is the the infection rate is very high, and all of that. So, if let's say a group of Wall Street bankers, right, uh, for some reason in the U.S. where the, the rate is high, like half of them suddenly get COVID and it's a bad strain of COVID, and half of them can't trade, right? Then that means half of the the market is down for a day. Let's just give an example. So you're saying then that uh, 
if I want to go to ShopRite and buy Amazmeal, I can't because those guys are sick. So now, I'm saying, why? I'm saying in the long run, it, within a week, it will cause a disruption that um, of huge magnitude. So a lot of people yeah. lose money in if that trade is removed. It's like saying um, the the swiping machines, the bank having a bank run. Um, is not important. A bank is there. It's required. Yeah, so then let's give them the vaccine with the doctors. Yes. I think so. We can give them the vaccine with the doctors, but it is not paramount so, that it happens. No, but you classified them as essential. So that means, so that means if, if we go according to your classification, right? <laughs> so we're going to have we're going to have Let's say there's only 800 million doses from what yeah. you see, right? So first is healthcare workers around the world. Then it's traders, right? And obviously it can't just be Wall Street. It'll have to be, you have to look at Wall Street, you have to look at the JSC, mm. you have to look at Nigerian Stock Exchange. So traders come there. And then only afterwards, like journalists, uh, and then maybe your helper, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we've established that your helper's the bottom of the barrel. Life is tough. Being <laughs> um, but... <laughs> no, I said, I said I didn't want to answer that question. I'm not sure where she falls. Hey, I, I say, I'm saying that I can do without her for a period of time. And I did yeah, go through so, a period so... of time without her. So I, I can't say yeah, that she's so... essential to my life and the running of my life. But during COVID, I did require cash. I did require cash to send home. I did require cash to buy a few things. And all those things are important. Those are essential. Uh, no, then, so, so I, I think it's sad. I'll, 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 I'll admit, I think, I think whatever the system is that we're doing right now, um, it's, it's sad that, and I didn't even mention some of the other professions, right? Like some of us engineers, you know, you have uh, you have civil workers who who take out the trash, you know, you have. I thought you guys um, automated most of your parts of your work, and you are just checking a system yeah. if the system was working now. Yeah, we do, but like you know, the all the all the all these food based systems, all the 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 internet, the, the things that keep the world alive, right? It's, it's kind of sad that, you know, Wall Street ultimately is, you know, and, and billionaires and, and, and guys with private jets uh, are going to get the vaccine before the folks who are exposed the most to things like COVID, man. Uh, that's... Who's exposed that's mostly to COVID? I mean, career, in, in terms of um, when you look at different careers, which which one do you think is mostly ex- exposed to um, COVID and is required, and they are not getting a vaccine? I think you look at. I think journalists. Are, I think journalists are quite important to the process because without them or media in general, without media, not social media, but media, without them, we wouldn't know, right? Like right now, you'd be chilling at home, 
wondering why is stuff locked down. You wouldn't get the information. I think a free press uh, is important. So they they should definitely get in. I think uh, uh, how are they exposed? Because they're not. Essentially, they can report from anywhere in the world. It's not the first time that we have a pandemic, and it was just newspapers write, writing from home, and that information reached people. So we can't say that they, they are required just because they, they stay in front of a television set every night. No, so it's the same, it's the same, it's the same element with the, with, the, with the Wall Street crew, right? Is that if, if there's a breakout, let's say, for example, well, what, what, whatever news channel you watch, right? Could be CNN, could be Sky, could be Newsroom, could be whatever. If, say, for example, there's a uh, editing team or whichever team in that organization, say that entire news organization's um, news team goes down with COVID, whether they all get it from each other or they get it from different people, then someone out there has lost their source of news and their source of understanding of the disease, right, of the, of the virus. And that in itself bec- becomes a problem. So that's why for me it's important that whatever different sources like radio or whatever, like those people spread information. So it's quite important that they they have access to the vaccine to allow the information flow to be there. Because most of us, yeah, we check social media and we see, but the guys who are reliable sources and, and factual sources of information, now that's another pile of of thing, but that's why I think yeah they should at least um, get it as well as the guys who do the services right. Like honestly, the guys who collect the garbage, right? Like those dudes, like the garbage is just an infestation of of of, of the way COVID spreads, right? Those guys should get the vaccine, right? like before the Wall Street guys. I mean, those guys, uh, it, like <laughs> not the Wall Street guys. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be a Wall Street guy and I'll change my mind. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You're an outsider looking inside and you're an outsider looking on inside. You might have a different view to everybody. But what, what it, to me, Wall Street went down um, in 2008. <laughs> And the fall of Wall Street yep. in 2008 had um, a, to the daily lives of people who weren't even involved in the system. No, I agree. But it's a shame that 12 years later, we have done No, that. it shows that those guys are important, essential to the whole system that we have in the world. <laughs> uh, but we... We gotta change the system, man. See, this is why folks voted for Trump last time, man. But then he was a Wall Street guy, so ish. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Anyways, man, I think we should. We'll pick this up uh, next week. It's been an interesting topic. Uh, yeah, I think we'll see, right? As the the vaccine is now here, so we'll see what happens in the next couple. First, we will see if it works. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see if if the Wall Street guys are still surviving three months from now, and see if 
the guys on the street can still get their maize meal. <laughs> yeah, no, all right, all right, all right. Uh, um, any, any, any last words, any last thoughts for um, this week's show? Not really. I think um, we should start seeing the positives within what happened. Um, yes, unemployment rate is down, but we didn't work for two months. We just had a, an, an extreme lockdown for almost two months, but the economy is just down by 8%. I think it's, it's a good thing. Um, we can do better. We can work ourselves up and we should believe in the system. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is that believe in the system, believe in Wall Street, Markets Matter is back next week. <laughs> cool.